All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. A podcast for the fellas. Ladies can listen if they're not too jealous. Three warlocks that like to talk. A destiny podcast that you will like. Okay, Guardians, start your party. Get your weapons and move your body. A podcast comes by you wish to test it. But you in a tower like you with one dexter. Well, starts dropping, they starts popping. Grab your mic and hit the mute button. Now you know that you're in luck. The show is called Three Warlocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Three Warlocks podcast. We are officially legal to drink in the podcast world because Yay. this is our 21st episode. Still, what, what's the legal drinking age in England? Uh, two, oh, sorry, 18. 18. Oh, wow. Well, we missed that by like three, wow. three weeks. So, anyway. yeah, well, this is episode 21. So in America, we're legal to have a drink i guess when you're like from ireland straight out of the womb you're drinking right is that, is that the, the law that's the right yeah <laughs> all right oh i'm your host vega and the lovely people you heard behind me are my other two co-hosts that is snail and ness how are you guys doing today okay. good how are you doing pretty pretty good we are here to talk about destiny destiny news and destiny lore uh, the twop was not as huge as i thought it was going to be but there was a lot of information so there was a it may not be the biggest twelve we've had but there was a lot of information but before we get into that let's talk about the fun time we had last saturday if you guys remember last episode we talked about what we were going to do to go with our 20th episode we met up with our friend duke is cool he was kind enough to sherpa us and help us out to take us through two raids our plan was to kind of go through one get nesser divinity and uh, we ended up doing the Last Wish raid, which I actually had a pretty good time with that raid. I haven't played that raid in about mm-hmm. a year, and, and and it was it was fun. You guys have any thoughts on that, guys? That's amazing. Awesome. I, I especially enjoyed Duke laughing, me jumping around the, the map and saving amazing jumps. Oh, yeah. And him in the background going, how are you doing this? <laughs> and then a straight line, dead. <laughs> I loved the part where um, Snail was showing his fanboy to Duke and going, you're the only one that's taught me this raid. And then Duke turning completely red and dying right there. Oh, my God. Good job, yeah. good job Snail, making him blush. There was, a, there was a lot of good moments that we had in, in that uh, those two raids. We've actually recorded them. We have them saved. Uh, we're going to be pretty much putting them on our YouTube channel. If not, I don't know if, if uh, Snail has put them on his or not but we're going to definitely get you guys some clips and put them out there so you guys can check them out it was a fun night and once again we want to thank duke is cool and um, his friends that helped us out to get through these raids they were really helpful and we were able to do it in pretty reasonable time do you remember the times now when we did both of them um yeah i think we did um garden was an hour mm-hmm. um and it was just under two hours for last wish and considering that uh Duke had uh, internet issues in the middle. No, that's um, right. We wasted like a quarter of an hour. Um, that was decent timing. Yeah, yeah. it felt really smooth. It felt, uh, and the way he explained raids, if you guys haven't had a chance to 
to uh, actually go check out his, his, his um, channel, his Twitch channel. Um, Duke is cool. He, he's really good at explaining what's going to happen uh, each encounter. And he's really good about encouraging you if you ever mess mm-hmm. up uh, to keep going. So if you guys are looking for that edge to, to get better at rates, to learn them inside and out, different roles, definitely check out his channel on Twitch. And also look him up on, on Twitter on and on social medias and stuff like that. Yeah. YouTube, he has a lot of videos and yeah. stuff. He's got a lot of tutorials on YouTube, which are really well, well made. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. And thank you again for having us join you and tag along on those raids. We're going to definitely do thank something you. like that in the future again, uh, but we'll, we'll announce it in a different different episode. All right, guys, let's talk mm-hmm. about Grandmaster Nightfalls. Have you guys had a chance to do mm-hmm. any of them just in general? So I've avoided them. I, I've done mm-hmm. a couple. I haven't finished any of them. But I've just tested out how dangerous they are to my to my warlock. And they're very dangerous. Well, I mean, these things are supposed to be one of the most hardest uh, pinnacle for hardcore players. The pinnacle of pinnacles PVE content, you know. Um, we're going to be discussing about the requirements of everything you need to do about that if you haven't done one already. But I want to kind of bounce something back to you guys. I know weekly reset happened on Tuesday. And then there was a, a, a cutscene. I wasn't able, I haven't had a chance to be on online this week. I've been kind of busy doing some things around the house. But can someone explain to me what happened and how is this going to be affecting the uh, the, the, the season going on uh, in, into the future? Do you guys, uh, can you guys explain that to me and also wow. to our listeners? Um, so the, the cutscene is um, Zavala talking to us. Oh, it's, it's story time with Snail. Everything's mm-hmm. just uh, put everything down and suddenly leaned in. <laughs> yes, so Zavala's taken a nice walk in the gardens, uh, talking nicely to us. And as he uh, turns around, he sees um, Aldrin in the bushes who shouts at him. And then he, as he turns, he hears uh, a movement in the other bushes. Um, and there is uh, a scion there trying to um, assassinate Zavala, but he manages to kill him first. And as he turns back around again, Aldrin's gone. Um, and that's kind of how the cutscene finishes. Hmm. It's quite interesting, really, because off the back of that, there's a couple bits of story. So you've got uh, Saladin, who um, wants to strike back immediately with uh, Amanda Holiday. Although Osiris and Crow are more interested in the fact that uh, Crow didn't have his mask on and was visible mm-hmm. um, out in the open. And there's an argument between them. I think Crow's just trying to find his space, but it's ended up that, um, that Crow has been put as bodyguard of Svala. So he's slowly working his way up the, the ranks there. I mean, it's quite a high-profile person to be a bodyguard of all of a sudden. But the question is, who is trying to assassinate Svala? So we've already talked about in previous battleground missions that there's a prediction engine which has predicted that uh, Svala is going to be killed at some point, uh, and they created a a ghost killer mm, that's right. um, to do that. But who, who is trying to assassinate Zavala? Um, Interestingly, and brand new to Destiny, the game escaped Destiny. And um, we had someone take over Bungie's uh, Destiny Twitter account. So uh, Katel has taken over the, um, the account, has been tweeting uh, Guardians. Um, and when questioned on... Uh, why she attacked uh, Zavala, retorted back that um, she she hadn't done. Uh, and if she wanted to kill Zavala, then she would look him in the eyes as she had done it. 
Um, so that makes mm. you question. So if it wasn't her and her scions that did it, who is responsible? Who so you've got a couple of, mm. couple of people, and you got Callus of this world, if Callus could raise any hand against anybody, but we don't know where Callus is. Uh, is it somebody closer to home? Have we got, have we got someone like um, Saladin that's trying to arrange battle that has planted a scion to do that, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm hoping it's Amtec. So Amtec we should know about because uh, we killed her sisters previously mm-hmm. in the uh, dawn season. Um, and uh, the plot's been around for nearly a year now. Uh, Amtec was a person that crashed the Almighty onto uh, Earth as well. So she has a grudge against um, Zavala. So theoretically, it could be her. Um, but we don't know. Interestingly, um, uh, Keitel has been talking about uh, the Hive coming to get us and um, taunting uh, Savathun, saying that Savathun's a, ca- a coward that would stab you in the back, hiding in the shadows, which, which, which is, is kind a... of fighting talk, considering <laughs> that her talk. race is dying out and <laughs> there's loads of Hive. <laughs> It's a bit so scary, she's a troll. Really. She's just, she's she's just a troll. waiting away. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, quite, it's quite entertaining. And that's new, really. We've not experienced yeah. anything like that before, that the game's escaped the game to talk to Guardians Direct by Twitter. Um, I believe, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of going on a tangent here, but do you remember that one mission when we had to do for the uh, Agent of the Nine when she specifically said that be, be a, uh, afraid of the, the player, which was, was us? She was mm-hmm. kind of telling us like we're like in the fourth wall, and that's the first time Bungie ever brought that out. Like the game is recognizing that we're the ones controlling everything in in the game or controlling controlling the guardian per se. So that was actually uh, really really awesome to see that to the game um, as like almost like an Easter egg or or something mm-hmm. that's gonna you know like something that stood out from from that storyline. But uh, it seems to me like that cutscene left us with more questions <laughs> than uh, than answers. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting, pretty fun. We're definitely gonna have to uh, check out, you know, every reset, kind of go in there, see if something, you know, little new things uh, with the storytelling is going to unfold, which is kind of nice. Um, that's perfect. But now let's talk about the Grandmaster Nightfalls. I apologize. There are some requirements for this stuff. If you guys haven't done them already, they're really tough. Snail, can you give us some requirements that are going to be required and some things that are going to be, I guess, uh, needed strategy-wise, maybe? Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, the difficulty is set to 1350. Oh, wow. Um, the maximum light you could possibly be without artifact is 1310. So you'd need artifact to get to a decent level but you're capped at contest mode of 1325. So as long as okay. you get to your light to 1325, you can enter, but you're capped for that anyway. So no matter what you do up above that, it's going to make no difference to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to face more champions than previously, uh, and it being that champion mob sort of mode. You've got limited revives. You get revives like you do in the uh, night, uh, night force. In the um, lost, lost sectors, sectors. Yeah. Where, where you kill and get uh, get one back. So, so starting on the 20th of April, you start with that week's nightfall. And then, um, sorry, it starts next week. 20th April was when you get all of them to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can do it all at once on the 20th onwards, or you yeah. can 
do one a week up until that point. Yeah. Uh, well, get your fire team ready. Get your strategies ready. Keep in mind that these strikes, this Grandmaster Nightfalls, will give out the adept weapons that are attached to the Nightfalls. You know, we have the Shadow Price. You know, we have the uh, Paladrone and then also the Swarm. And we probably need to remind you what these special adept weapons do. Well, they have uh, additional stat bonuses uh, when they're when they're masterwork, which will make them unique and also pretty cool. I mean, some of the weapons that we get from the Nightfalls to begin with, some of the, the, the stats or the, um, the, the roles that those weapons come in are pretty good to begin with. You know, if you get certain ones, you can do some pretty good damage. I personally haven't come across the swarm. I don't know if you guys gotten any any of those um, to drop. Swarm's the only one I haven't got. Um, I've got uh, the other two, um, both uh, are decent. Although seven fifty auto rifles are four fifty auto rifles, a bit questionable. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah. So, but so with definitely... decent mods, I guess uh, you get something decent out of them. It's well worth uh, look looking at um, uh, armor setups for for Grandmaster. Those mm-hmm. Aeon. Um, gauntlets for all three classes are going to be useful i would have thought anything protective wise would be good yeah i believe some of them give you ammo too you know if you finish a um Mm. an enemy you can get heavy you can get special to drop so there's going to be some certain pretty good strategies and those that exotic armor piece will play a a pivotal role if you want to go with that as well yeah Uh, with those grandmaster nightfalls coming back you are going to get the opportunity if you already have the title to i guess guild the title again, the conquer title, um, which would be would be nice. Something else to strive for, something else to chase, and um, those gilded titles look pretty neat. You can definitely see them when they're in the tower, when someone's walking out in the, in the world. You can definitely see them. They're sharp and light. Tells you how many times they've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've come across, I think, the dredgen one, and then a couple of unbroken here and there. Um, but yeah, those are those are really nice. If you guys, if you guys have uh, your fire team ready and your strategies fire them away perfect any other questions or concerns from this grandmaster notes that the twop brought up guys no i have but one thing to note if you go and do the um uh, the gilded version you have to do it on each class uh, each Ooh. class each character class ability so each so ability. avoid Oh, so okay. So that's part uh, of it. Okay. Stasis. So you'd have to build um, a uh, a strat for each type, I would have thought, because most warlocks could probably go in with, um, I would thought, solar to have a protective well, yeah. or use arc for obviously the um, overload grenades. Yeah. So, so it's going to force you to use every works. every every uh, class, I guess. It's going to force you to use mm. every class to get that, which is kind of. I guess a mm-hmm. challenge for those who want to go after yeah. that, which would be kind of cool. Well, there's some patch notes that we're going to review. Um, and these are things that they were working on, you know, fixes some certain things from strikes, all from strikes to standbox. Uh, this update, it's going to be called 3.1.1. And it's going to be released on March 16th, which will be, be next Tuesday. And they do say in the TWAP that it's not the biggest one that they've done, but there's a lot of a lot of information, a lot of stuff that, um, that they're going to be patching and taking care of. Some of these things I've never seen before, but some of these things are really, really visible. Uh, Ness, let's start with the Fallen Saber Strike. What are they going to be looking yeah, so, at and fixing there? So they're fixing uh, not only the Fallen Saber, but also the Devil's Lair. So for the Saber, um, the boss wasn't spawning until all the players were present or alive. 
So they're fixing that. Um, the waypoint behavior, which I didn't see when I was on that one, but there apparently there was some issues. Mm -hmm. There was some grammatical uh, errors. Um, a fire team entering too late would cause the whole war sack cutscene to happen again. Mm -hmm. Savala's dialogue was playing multiple times, which that actually would have been funny to record. <laughs> um, uh, fallen energy shields were actually sticking out of the walls. Um, for the Devil's Lair, um, Septic's Prime, he now has a health bar, which is nice to know where he's at. Um, floating objects, um, spawn points looked like doorways, um, like spawn points for the, for the ads look like doorways. So uh, people were actually getting lost around the map or whatever. Um, the Overlord Captain uh, would spawn with the wrong name, which that would have also been funny. Fallen Walker and the Briggs would respawn after being defeated. And they also fixed some other issues as far as like walls and stuff that were missing. Like I said, um, the players were actually getting lost getting lost out of the environment. They also fixed some stuff with, uh, with some armor. Uh -huh. Of course, Dune Marchers. Once again, I don't understand why they keep on fixing the Titan stuff. Like leave Dune Marchers are already on top of things like everybody's wearing them but apparently it wasn't triggering properly one of the perks so they're going to be fixing um the linear actuator per exotic perk and the dune marchers um so now they they're gonna i guess they're going to do something with the melee strike and it will happen after the proper amount of uh, sprint time there's also another thing with titans but who cares falling star no longer grants an overshield so when the supers use so they're fixing that for thunder crash once again another titan thing um weapons they're fixing an issue where and i'm not sure if i understood this correctly but i saw it twice so i i thought maybe it was a typo but they're saying they fixed an issue where flavor text wasn't appearing for several seasonal weapons yeah, what's, what's that is, uh, Snow can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but certain weapons, if you were to um, hover over them, they have a little little icon you can pick, and it gives you the story um, behind that weapon. Is that, what's, what's, is that what's the some, flavor? Some sort of lore behind by, behind certain weapons. Exotics have them, and I believe some some other pieces, uh, some other weapons, uh, legendary weapons have okay. them as well. Is that, is that true, Snow, more or less? Is that what the... Uh, I didn't they... know what he was really referring to, but interestingly not all the time at the moment is the perk that's proccing coming up on the screen so i wonder if it was that maybe it's okay. that i wish I know, they would have said that because it totally threw me off when i read the flavor i don't want a flavor text about, yeah so they're fixing that um they're adding they've added the rumble to the end of the dead man's tail reload they're also adjusting the wrist runner perk um which apparently was causing epileptic seizures <laughs> Okay, um, they're reducing, this is my favorite one, they're okay. reducing the aim assist on Arbalest. Oh, no. Rest in peace, Arbalest. My Thank weapon, you. what am I going to do with that weapon now? <laughs> Making it harder for headshots in Crucible. Oh, man. Thank you. It's only you can use it to prop open the door. I know. <laughs> <laughs> with Salvation's grip. Um, so they're also correcting a couple of uh, buff icons. Taiku's divination um, was missing the feed kill icon. 
They're also, um, I guess as of March 23rd, they're also talking about rounding out the stasis and balancing it a little bit better. So they're doing play tests and they're developing some stuff. That is true. In fact, we're going to be talking about that. But before we go on that point, thank you so much for giving all those points. I'm sure Bunch is going to come up with the patch notes and they're going to drop all that off, everything that they're going to be taking care of. I'm sad about the mm -hmm. Arbalist stuff, but I'm kind, of, I'm kind of okay about some of those strikes, uh, bugs being fixed, especially the one where Savala is talking over talking with this narration. It gets a little, a little confusing sometimes. I've had, I've had that happen to me. Has anybody experienced any of these bugs in the game? Uh, I've experienced some of these, but interestingly, we played last week that uh, Nightfall, Fallen Saber. Mm -hmm. We must have done it, what, 30 odd times? Yeah. Yeah. And at Maybe. no point did I hear any dialogue throughout no, the whole I of didn't it. Either. Yeah. But oh, the I first didn't... time I played it, when it was a strike, I did hear the dialogue. Mm -hmm. So but as I a have experienced most of those things. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, like I said, these are patch notes that are going to be taken care of. Bungie's team is on it. I have a question for you guys. Okay. My question to you is who famously, I'm going to test your guys' fandom here. Who famously said fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe? Thanos. Thanos. Wait, we're supposed to say the same. No, you guys Trump. are both what? wrong. You guys are both what? wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me. Actually, that's the correct answer, but the person or the team that I think they said it the best is Bungie's gameplay team. They're finally going to balance the universe of PvP and PvE. And this nice. is something that as soon as I read this, it, 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 it blew my mind. It made me think that, you know what, Bungie is finally have some manpower that can do this. For the longest time, they said they couldn't do this. They couldn't do that. Their easiest fix was to nerf something completely uh, for crucible reasons, which is the majority of the reasons why things get, get nerfed. But then that weapon or that armor or, or that class would be garbage during PvE uh, content. But uh, now mm -hmm. they're, 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 they're balancing. They're balancing things up. And you know what? That does put a smile on my face. Snail, mm -hmm. what are some things that they're going to be balancing, man? Oh, they're going to be editing all our um, favorite supers, the Killers and Crucible. Starting with uh, Hunter. So goodbye, Shatter Dive every Ooh. six seconds. <laughs> um, although it'll be every four seconds. So getting shattered drives all the time. So they're reducing damage uh, resistance from shattered drive, uh, shattered drive, and adding a four-second cooldown. So currently, they can shatter dive every second of the day if they want. Every to. time, yeah. Now they have to pause between shattered dives, so we can shoot them. <laughs> so that's like good. Withering that. <laughs> so Blade has got some uh, changes to it, so we're decreasing the damage from ninety to sixty-five. Uh, PV damage is unchanged, so that's that balance like that. that you were just talking about, which is great. I like that. I like um, that. The slow stacks um, from players 60 to 40, but uh, PV slow stacks, they're unchanged. So again, mm -hmm. perfect. Decrease the target acquisition range of the Rhythm Brain Blade that impacts players from 12 meters to 8 meters. Range after impacting PV enemies is unchanged. Weirdly, I lost my super earlier when I threw it. It disappeared. It was behind me. Hmm. It literally spun around and went behind me. So it's got no sort of tracking whatsoever. But anyway, the Titans, Glacial Quake. Um, so removing the area effect damage against players on Supercast. So that's been annoying because when you cast it, 
uh, Titan sort of freezes everybody and then goes on a little rampage. Spent yeah. half an hour running around the map, killing everybody. I hate, I hate, I hate um, when I go to crew and they, they, they yeah. activate it and freezes you immediately. And then like, you, you, I know you got them. They're right there. All you have to do is shoot them. But no, they have that, that yeah. quick getaway, man. I hate that. But they mm -hmm. take care of it. Yep. So reduce the damage resistance from 60 to 50. Great. Increase the energy cost. They can't run around the map for half an hour now. 3% mm -hmm. to 7%. So great. Using the combo of Shiver Strike into heavy slam attacks will now cost a full super energy. Fantastic. That helps. Um, mm -hmm. And Shiver Strike increased downwards velocity applies Shiver Strike players uh, when they slow them, pull them out of the air uh, more strongly. So cool. Warlocks. Oh, what nerves did they put on God. my beloved Warlock? Uh, I know. Mm -hmm. um, so improved tracking on the um, Winter Raids projectiles. Great. Whoa. Now tracking um, strength uh, decays its max value instead of, um, so it's 10 seconds instead of 2.2 seconds. So that's great. So before it, I throw it and then disappears. Everybody's moved. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and it went track now it will actually track some of those people at a distance fantastic awesome. uh, increase the size of the warlock super projectile approximate radius is 1.5 meters to 1.65 meters so I've noticed on the warlock super uh, you're firing little thing and they're just dodging them that might not happen anymore which is great proximity destination detonation now starts at its largest and scales down to 40% over time great that's much better Penumbral Blast, um, so we're decreasing damage against players from 80 to 30 PVE, PVE is unchanged. So we're, mm. we're reducing the damage. Mm, okay. Um, fixed a bug where um, ice fair bolts would continuously try to switch targets. Great, because they do. Okay. They're yeah. random. Increased target target position, uh, range faster, ice, ice, ice flare bolts. It's difficult for me to say, I must put my teeth back in. Blame it on tiredness um, <laughs> by 33%. Increased turning speed of ice flare bolts um, so they can be more effective uh, and hit nearby targets. Uh, to be fair, in PvP, the amount of times I've meleeed somebody that's literally right in front of me uh, and it's missed them. Yeah, that could be Looking really crazy. annoying. Yeah. Um, the only other bit that they then mention underneath Warlocks, uh, much of the disgust of... Uh, Ness is Chaos Reach. So Chaos Reach has had a bit of a nerf. Um, so when you use Chaos Reach currently in PvP, it's probably going to affect it more because in PvE you wouldn't do this, but in PvP usually you would cast your Chaos Reach, then turn it back off again um, and regenerate uh, over half your super back um, because you're storing it. Um, so it's been, it's been the thing that people have been using in PvP to combat against Stasis but they're reducing the amount of energy refund. So it's going to affect PVE, but in PVE, usually you use a whole super, you wouldn't store it. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't think it would affect us too much in PVE, but you it is very Slap on some geomags and you just let it right? run out. Yeah. Show them nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is quite disappointing they're doing that in some way. I know it's been an issue in PVP, but it was the only thing people were using other than stasis for warlocks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to recap, Hunter Stasis class is going to be nerfed, where it's going to be not totally nerfed to the ground. I mean, it's still going to be usable, but you're not going to be able to spam 
certain things with the hunter and also with the mm. uh, the titan stasis class i believe the warlock class pretty much got brought back up to where it used to be come the early season 12 i mean if you remember back in season 12 they kind of did some adjustments they actually the only thing they adjusted was the warlock they brought that mm-hmm. almost to the ground now they pretty much brought it to where it used to be a few little tweaks here and there but it looks yeah. like warlocks might be using stasis a lot more than the hunters and the uh, titans will i think titans will go back to their um, arc slam you know i think yep. they'll do that and um i don't know hunters it's really hard for a hunter to get rid of his mask of backris so i'll be surprised if they leave the stasis class they do have that little dodge where they disappear and kind of go backwards which is very helpful what do you mean spectral blades everywhere that's the Ooh. usual pvp yeah. nonsense isn't it you know whenever you said that like i, I got like a sharp pain in my heart <laughs> spectral blades <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can hear it coming from a mile off, and you go, "He's nowhere near me," and then he's killed you. I know. I I just turn around and try to run as fast as they can, but no, they catch me every time. It's impossible. Yeah, every time. (laughs) Well, they're going to be doing some other little general um, little tweaks. I guess they're going to be reducing the dust-filled grenade. I guess the way it pulls you. If you guys are familiar with that grenade, it's the one that they throw down and kind of bubbles up right mm-hmm. and then if you are about i don't know 60 feet away it'll pull you towards the grenade well it's not going to do that no more <laughs> I used to, wait, we you played... can have your cup of tea in peace oh my god man there was some trials matches where i was like behind a wall hiding they'll throw that nade like in an opening and i would just pull <laughs> into the outside just no! waiting there i'm like what's happening well they're going to they're going to take care of that which is going to be kind of nice Going to be reducing the slow stacks applied to a player by the grenade detonation from 20 to 10 stacks, which I guess is going to slow it down a little bit more. They're going to reduce slow stacks applied to the players on each uh, tick of the grenade to 10 to 5 stacks per tick. Slow stacks are unchanged on PvE, and the other stacks are changed, are unchanged on PvE as well, the ones that are right above. And also, they're going to be adjusting the UI to represent how long you're going to be slowed. I guess there's going to be a timer, if that's pretty much what I read from that. So you're going to be able to know how long you're going to be slowed for. Um, they're going to reduce the uh, crystal shatter damage against players, 85 max to 55 minimum. What's the standard? But now it's going to go 55 max to 25 minimum. This is going to be unchanged in PvE content. They're going to be reducing the Whisper of Chains damage resistant bonus while in super from 25% to 5. So damage resistant when not in super is unchanged. So that'll be staying the same and also unchanged on PVE. And this is only going to affect Guardians like we're talking about. They're going to fix a bug where players could continuously proc Whisper of Torment while standing inside an opponent's barricade. Wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. But just thinking about it, it is insanely insanely crazy my god uh this is something that i had a problem with i like to play pvp a lot so they're going to fix an issue where it's not going to take you a year and a half to complete a crucible fragment quest because they would ask yeah. you to free somebody in melee dam or or some sort of thing like a hundred players or i guess the counter is going to go down it's going to be a lot easier um i actually did one pvp uh, fragment quest and then i said forget it i believe the gambit ones and the strike ones were much easier to accomplish yeah did you guys ever do one of those do you guys ever try to do a pvp i set up quest? um one on my hunter when we we're doing iron banner the other week 
and I think I got one kill in the whole week. Um, and yeah, when I did uh, the one on my Titan, which was on strikes, we did a nightfall, and it finished it in one nightfall. Oh wow! So it's the difference between which one you pick, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, now with the nerves happening to um, the stasis classes, Bungie realized that this is going to be, you know, kind of difficult to do. So I, I can understand why they're they're bringing down the requirements for that. But at the same time, who needs that? I mean, most people already have all their fragments already picked already. Their um, uh, fragments already unlocked. Um, unfortunately, I'm missing two, so I will probably, but most likely not, pick up a PvP crucible fragment quest i don't want to do that but i probably will just to see how things are going in other news nothing important i mean eh, some dinosaurs won anyway uh let's move on to (laughs) you can't brush over that what are you doing no way okay here we go oh my god two thousand votes two thousand votes and 81 percent of people yeah 81 percent of people wanted those stupid dinosaur wait a minute wait a minute no, 200,000 votes, sir. I Not 2,000, 200,000. Okay? I said 200,000, did I? No, you said 2,000. No, 200,000 votes, oh, okay. sir. Okay. That's, that's, that's so, 200,000 people who were wrong. Um, excuse me, 19% <laughs> of those people were right. <laughs> math, well, math, people. I can't figure math. I thought it was funny when they bought out the some of the the Titans voted eighty one percent for dinos versus monsters at nineteen percent. Like the Titans were way behind this, mm-hmm. um, but they did say that maybe later on they would actually introduce the monster um, the monster uh, ornaments for future yeah. events. So even though dinos won. Uh, there's going, still a possibility that we'll get those old, outdated monsters. I'm going to officially say this on this episode. I will boycott the dino armor. I will not wear it. I will not <laughs> represent it. I will not give it my money. Bungie, you lost yourself a customer. I know this is just a drop in an ocean of people that you have <laughs> that are going to be contributing. You know what that means, to- right? What? Snail, he's going to be playing offline just so he can prove a point. That's what he's <laughs> <laughs> but no awesome uh this is actually really cool i like the idea that bungie gave us the choice to choose the next um armor set for a, mm-hmm. the festival of the loss which is going to be in, later in october i don't know if they're going to be doing this a lot in the future it'll be kind of cool if, it, if they you know kind of had our input come in there i like the polls they did a lot of those i like i like having that so that way you get to be a little bit closer to your, your base, closer to your community. Uh, maybe in the future, who knows? They might do some weapon concepts and we might choose the one that uh, might be available to every guardian around, which is kind of nice. I do like it. Is there something that you guys um, liked about the, the way Bungie is doing things with um, the choices or the voting? Yeah, it, it shows a clearer vision of where we're going. I think um, we've gone for a bumpy road of, they've been doing stuff in the background to get to this place. Um, and now I feel like we've got a clear vision of where we're going and involving uh, everybody um, mm-hmm. is, is the right direction. I like yeah. the fact that they listen to my thousand votes. I mean, Shut up. Hey, Shut up. Um, <laughs> well, they did mention that they might actually, they're not going to do this all the time, but they actually might do it for a few things. So I hope they do it for the festival of, of the lost period. Like, from now on every year that'd be kind of cool yeah i think i think that's a great idea 
I honestly think maybe the dawning event. I know they might try to do something there. I don't know if it'd be too close, but that might be something mm -hmm. that they'll kind of work on because the dawning sets are actually really cool, man. They're, they're, they've oh. always been really good. I think Snail yeah. still rocks this, even though we're in the middle of March. Wow. <laughs> But uh, that's something cool. But yes, kudos to Bungie for having us, um, giving us a voice and giving us a vote, even though the vote was way wrong. And um, I must, I must live with it. You know, that, uh, hashtag, hashtag not my armor set. That's what I wanted. That was. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually really surprised that two hundred thousand votes were cast. Like that's actually bigger than I expected. Yeah, and, yeah. and for them also. So they're all Transformers fans. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, honestly. I know. Like I said last episode, all games aside, the, both armor sets were sharp. Dinos were, were pretty sharp. Uh, I didn't really care about the Warlock Triceratop, but the um, the Titan armor set, the T-Rex, the man, that looks really sharp, really cool. I'm actually going to have to dust out my Titan and see if I can get that armor set for them. But then again, oh, I, said I, but then again I, I said I was going to boycott it, so you, maybe you I will, maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will, maybe I don't. Maybe. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Anyone think uh, he's backtracked slightly? Uh, I'm gonna bum up. If I, I feel backpedal, like when his goes high, he's lying. If I backpedal <laughs> any further, I'm gonna go through this wall. Woo! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, at the beginning of the show, we asked you to get ready and prepare yourself for the Grandmaster Nightfalls. Now we're gonna be asking you to get ready and prepare for the actually patch notes and the the download times and everything that's gonna be happening. So um, next week brings another update to Destiny 2. We talked about that. That is going to be the 16th of March. And that's going to be update 3.1.1. And it's going to be a couple things we need to get ready for. It's going to be some timelines. And it's going to be something that's going to be happening here in the United States. I don't think it happens over there where snail lives. But we're going to be having some daylight savings time. So the hour is going to be uh, spring forward. So it's going to go forward. So normally our resets were around 9 a.m. Uh, pacific now they're going to be to 10 p.m pacific so do you guys have a daylight savings time over there in in england still we, we do yeah okay yeah it's different to yours that is was it? a different time do you guys go back like yeah. three days or go forward <laughs> two? no we go, we go forward another day oh my god dude to be <laughs> to be over there on a wednesday and then calling to be or not to be that is the question. That is the question. Hey, I hear that guy has a good knock-knock jokes. Anyway, he let's does. get back to the updates. So there's going to be an update next Tuesday, March 16th, 3.1.1. And it's going to start at 9 a.m. And that's where the maintenance is going to begin. 9.45, all the players are going to be removed from activities. Destiny 2 is going to be brought offline. And 10 a.m., update 3.1.1 will be available across all platforms and regions. So players will be able to log back on. And by around 11 a.m., and this is like if by around 11 a.m., uh, maintenance is expected to conclude. There's always little hiccups here and there when you try to log in after certain patch notes get dropped. So be patient and, uh, yeah, be prepared. Also, they're going to be resolving some issues that we talked about. The Doom Marchers, you know, they're going to be looking at the Double Trouble Dreaming City Triumphs are going to be able to be obtained the Braytech transponder signal in Europe will no longer uh, be removed if a player dies uh, two-thirds of it uh, completed. They're going to be completing the forfeit shrine ascendant challenge. Uh, excuse me. Uh, completing the forfeit shrine ascendant challenge will now grant process towards the ascendant champion and honed for speed triumphs. So they're still having those Dreaming City issues. 
but they're going to be helping you out and taking care of it. One thing that does suck during this whole preparation for the update to drop is that during that day, Clan XP is going to be pretty much like stopped, vaulted. They're gonna not, not really mess with it. Um, I hate when they do that. They've done it before in the past. I mean, mm. I hate when they vault stuff. I mean, we don't have to worry about that no more because they they said that Destiny is no longer going to be uh, vaulted with the weapons. You know, when it comes to the sunsetting, you know, they're not going to sunset the weapons anymore. But I hate I hate when they do something like that. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? They, never, they might sunset a planet. Oh wait a minute, they are another one. So, <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> in a recent interview, they talked about uh, um, sunsetting the Dreaming City. Aww. Um, and part of me understands, and part of me doesn't. So I've got two schools of thought here. Firstly, I understand what they're saying that we we've got a story with Aldrin with Forsaken. So the sun saying Forsaken. And it's an essence. Oh, okay. So, That's where the dreaming scene is. Aldrin's okay. story is now confused because now he's crow uh, and it's very confusing. He's in many places. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of story's ended. Now, if they're saying we're going to finish the story up and actually there's no point going to the dreaming city because we saved Obi and we've ended the curse, then I'm in a good world. Because actually, that's a nice tie-up for the story. We can then expand the universe onto a different planet. Because they talk about clustering um, the director. Yeah. My issue is that if that's not the case, and we're just removing it for removing its sake, it causes a number of problems. One, it's probably the only place that Scorn currently spawn. I think it is the only place that Scorn spawns. So you lose a race. We lose also lose the majority of places where Taken spawn. So that's practically another half race gone. Yeah. Um, so that's an issue. Plus, we've already got presidents with what they're doing with things like Cosmodrome, which doesn't fit in at all because there's two new strikes with stories which are previous history stuff. Plus, you've got Nessus with Cade still on talking you through things. Cade's dead. Mm-hmm. So there's probably other things they could have got rid of. In fact, they probably could have removed Shadowkeep and no one had noticed really really um but forsaken is an interesting one um done right maybe um but i think what we're seeing is the sort of the accumulation of mistakes made uh, in the end of last year leading up to them hiring the right teams and going forward with a clear picture where they're going to go mm-hmm. um which is why we've got stuff like the cosmodrome yeah. And the issues there because they talked previously they were going to re-release it all and then they realized that was probably the wrong thing to do and build new content but we've been left with this half finished space and um the story doesn't match so i get that bit i don't know what your thoughts are about losing forsaken altogether um it depends what they do with the story well, can't just get rid of it yeah not, i mean not really have a story ending I read that interview and I was reading some of the things that uh, some of the feelings that other players had. And I kind of echoed some of the feelings that they had. We can technically do without the Cosmotrone and, and maybe Nessus. Those are pretty much the last two destinations that we have from D2 vanilla, the only ones left. And um, some of the stuff is still, I mean, 
it's still like viable. There's some t- certain things you do like to go in there and do, and some some things are tied in with this uh, season as well. But like you said, it's just the the narration of of Kate being there. Uh, certain characters that have, have, have no longer gone. Some some people even speaking about Callus being around. I mean, that's like, I mean, that's like no longer in the picture anymore. Um, yeah. When they did the content vaulting, I knew or I had the idea that they were eventually going to catch up to the story. When it comes to content vaulting, that's a cheap way of not slapping a number on a game. Because if you think about it, this storyline, Stasis or or from Shadowkeep, this should have been Destiny 3, yeah. in my eyes. That yeah. way you just forget about everything else. New chapter, Crow, like you said, right after Forsaken. Forsaken should have ended that whole series. Then the new storyline from Shadowkeep all the way to where we are now, that should have been Destiny 3. I do have, I do understand your concerns about the scorn being gone and also the um, the taken, but we are going into an expansion that's very heavily hivish, and they haven't, you know, kind of shy away from the fact of you know bringing some enemies like that. Who who knows? There might be some sort of hybrid between the taken and the scorn. Um, the scorn might play a pivotal role towards the witch queen. That's what I'm talking about. That expansion, witch queen. There's a possibility that the curse, we've been talking about the curse in Dream City, may be broken or something may happen yeah. around that stuff. We, we might find or get the final wish. We still, that still hasn't been uncovered. You never yeah. know. That's still there. Um, so I can see things going that direction. If it requires them to vault something to finish or to tell the story right, I'm okay with it. The only thing that I'm not okay with it is that I feel that I'm renting this game. I I no longer own it. That means that yeah. I'm purchasing bits of story, and then they're removing content that I you know I still like to play. I mean, sure, I may not go to to, to Nessus that often, but whenever the challenge is brought up, hey, go do four, go do four, um, you know, uh, public events, and go do some lost sectors here and there. You're like, oh, okay, damn, this lost sector is actually pretty fun. You can farm this lost sector for X reasons and this, this, and that. So there's things that you kind of go back and do. You always are attracted to that shiny toy, you know, new content, but some of the old content is is good. You know, there's a possibility we may get another planet. There's talk, talks about Venus uh, being added as a planet because of the uh, vault of glass uh, being a, a new raid coming out. Um, I'm okay as long as they replace everything that they're taking out with something fresh mm-hmm. and new. Um, they couldn't do that when they were sunsetting weapons, so they reverted back. So now the concern is, are they going to be able to do this to replace destinations as we go go along? Um, that's pretty much my thoughts. I don't know I went on a tangent there, but... Yeah, but currently it's paid content, so you have to buy Forsaken. So I'd feel sorry if somebody bought Forsaken and then in a couple of months' time they removed it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. In a in a way, they're giving us a game. They're taking half of it, putting a smaller piece into it, and it's just eventually they're just going to be taking away everything that we've been paying for. So I, I understand what you were talking about renting it because it does feel like that. Yeah. Um, but if you look at their every every year, they send us that um, the new terms to accept. Yeah. One of the things that is always you know catches my eye is you do not own this game. 
is not your game. It's one of the things that you agree on that if this game is not yours by no means, neither are the things that you buy with silver. Mm -hmm. Everything can be taken away at a moment's notice. And we signed for it, unfortunately. Yeah. Kind of sucks that they put you in that position though, but it's yeah, true. Yeah, because you want to play the game. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Are you willing to sacrifice content for storyline still? Yeah, done right. Uh, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, for no reason other to create space for something else because they've got an issue with their servers. That's a different story. That is a different story, yeah. I totally mm-hmm. agree with you on that. That's actually a pretty good little article you brought that up, yeah. Um, I like the fact that uh, I forgot who was the one that was interviewing, um, I think it was Justin Truman, I believe. Yeah. Um, I don't know who the, who the person that was interviewing him, but uh, he didn't miss a beat. He answered the question. He was like, yeah, that's our goal. We're, we're pretty much we're thinking about you know keeping the 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 vaulting content uh, thing going. So I mean, for whatever story they're going to be telling with the Witch Queen and and Lightfall, I don't know. We better not get too attached to to the Dreaming City. I mean, I can go I can go without the um, Tangle Shore. I mean, that's like nah. I really no. don't don't care for that okay. area. But the Dreaming City is so beautiful. There's, there's so yeah. much. It's like it's so much wasted space. You can do so much with 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 that. You know, we talked about there's like no scorn uh, champions. You know, they can do something like that. There's no uh, there's not even an all scorn raid to, uh, per se. I don't think right. Uh, is that no. true? Maybe last wish. Nice scorn raid. No, last wish is all all, all taken. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a an enemy type that we're pretty much um, kind of not not really crediting you know not really using that much but uh, that's going to be sad it looks like there's something that's going to happen um i think if the game is done right like sale says people will not mind it because i personally do not miss any of the uh war mine mars and stuff like that you know i, I had kind of feelings that i was going to miss it but you know like now i just don't even think about places like that you know mars and then mercury oh god especially mercury jesus i don't miss that <laughs> place at all <laughs> no it was like a little piece. It was like a block. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't miss that. But uh, compared from D2 vanilla to where we are now, the game is actually a pretty good spot. It's in a really good good place. And um, I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I kind of want to see the end of the road. So I, I, I won't know what, what they're going to do or I'm, I'm not going to make judgment until it happens. Uh, but let's see what, what happens with that. Uh, yeah, I, hope they don't for, come up with, I hope they don't come up with a a taken champion i hope they didn't come up with that mm. that'd be horrible we were just talked we were laughing about a couple episodes ago about an unstoppable scream can you imagine that jesus Christ. oh my god oh <laughs> dude brilliant. explodes and kills half the whole team right there but yeah thank you for bringing <laughs> bringing that up snell that was a good article if you guys had a chance to look at it check yeah. it out um huh. well guys trials of osiris is coming back so get ready it's gonna be kind of funny. We'll have to wait and see what um, what is in store. Have you guys had, have you guys heard much about it the, the, today? Today's Friday, so we're kind of recording. What's the rewards, more or less? Uh, it's um, gloves, hand cannon, and I can't remember the last one. Oh, okay. So oh, it's hand gloves, three wins. Hand cannon is the five wins. Okay, so that's mm. that's gonna be a lot of people trying to go for that. That hand cannon is really. Oh, messenger is um, seven. Messenger is oh wait, okay. Gloves, hand cannon, and the pulse rifle. So yeah, that's that's, that's a pretty healthy, uh, pretty healthy.
pretty healthy rewards there. People are definitely going to try to go after that. So um, I will be trying to kill myself out of the map for about 10 to 11 games to get those gloves because <laughs> I believe that's one of the last pieces I need for my um, armor set to be completed. So that's what I'll be doing that on Friday. But yeah, um, let's go. <laughs> okay. And then I must confess something to you guys too. And I know I want to stay able to talk to about some of this stuff, but I have not done the master presage mission. What? I haven't. Um, everybody's been so busy. I usually come in kind of late. I'm in the the past, obviously. Snell's in the future and that's in the present. That you guys are always doing certain things. And right now, because of the ex exploit that we have going on with the uh, 12 man raids and, and, and the 10 man and nightfalls, we've been having so much fun with that. But I haven't even done anything with the presage. I just did the regular version, got my gun, and that's the, 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 the first and last time I've gone in. I know there's a harder mission to master. That's the one that I haven't done. But there's also things going on with these scannable things. I know we ran yeah. through them in the beginning. Um, I couldn't touch any of them, obviously, because you have to play more of them to do it. Uh, but uh, can someone please explain to me what this scannables things are? <laughs> yeah, so you, there, there's three sets of scannables. So you have to do it over three weeks. So you can only do one set a week which is why people are running passing saying, I can't scan that because mm -hmm. they're on a specific week. So they can only do the ones for that week is probably the best way of uh, explaining it. Um, next time you're on, we'll have to run through it with you because you'll be on week one scannables. Oh, is, is it? Ness just finished week two scannables. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, so there's three weeks of scannables, right? There's three weeks of the scannables to get the ghost. Okay. And the story is amazing. Yeah, as I mean, I've most, previously, most of the stuff that I've gotten was from you. You know, like we had that little lore session from from last week. You know, you were talking about catabiasis, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, telling me the story yeah. about him and uh, the ghost and how you know he killed his ghost because he kept reviving him. That's all super interesting. And I kept thinking, I was like, man, I'm missing out on an awesome storyline because I'm having fun doing twelve bit raids and, and ten man nightfalls, and I know they're going to be taking that away come this patch. So. Definitely this weekend, tomorrow. I need to jump in that presage and, and really dive deep on yeah. it. Um, I saw we did a 12 man presage. It oh, was very fun. Thank you, guys. Thank you for inviting me. Appreciate it. <laughs> I saw the uh, Nessa stream when she was doing the, the presage and, and she was um, holding back the entire time. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing? How come she's not fighting? At the very end of the mission, flawless emblem. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you freaking cheaters. <laughs> oh my God. Bungie, if you're listening, so take, her emblem, take her emblem away, Bungie. If you're listening, take her emblem away. Speaking of um, scannables, um, I, I remember last week I mentioned the uh, Hawkmoon quest and the um, the light um What's it called? The light, something or the quest that you had to collect all the feathers within oh, yeah. one run in order to get the thing. So I've already collected all the feathers, as I said. So I was interested to go back in once they'd patched it to see if I can collect feathers. So I went back in um, and found there were only four of the five feathers available because the, where the other feather was meant to be, it wasn't there. So after finishing it, I only had four out of five feathers because one of them was missing. So I still haven't got the quest did they change the location or what uh, there's three three weeks worth of locations um we were on week two all of them in the correct place apart from one that uh, was missing from its location oh wow oh, and you wow. can't go any other way 
because they're in specific routes because you go a different route on each week. You know what? So should, it's still broken in my eyes. They should definitely put that up on the freaking known issues. We have a lot of known issues you have to go through and unless it's going to bring some of them up. But yeah, that's that's just disheartening, man. Especially if you're trying to finish that quest. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> man, that's, that must suck. Um, Ness, there's some known issues. I don't know you love to bring some of these up, but please be gentle to our colorblind community. <laughs> yes, please. They sent me a message. <laughs> it was all brown. <laughs> um, no, I think you finally just sent you some shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, those assholes. Anyway, so um, there, there have been some uh, things that they've been fixing. A lot of it has to do with um, that new light quest that's still causing some havoc. Mm-hmm. So veteran dialogue is being removed from missions that they've had before. Um, the camp, the Stardust campaign isn't recognizing veteran players if they don't complete the light quest. Um, the Zydron Nightmare Hunt doesn't acknowledge a veteran player if they've completed the quest. So it's it's like you can't you can't win. You complete it, you're you're still a new player. If you don't complete it, you're you're a new player. Like there's there's just something really wrong with that quest. Um, the presage mission, people were responding and being instantly killed. I remember we encountered that. I'm so glad it didn't happen during Flawless. Um, <laughs> the frozen in time ornament for the no time to explain, um, even though the player actually owned it, uh, they couldn't put it on, hmm. um, which that could be upsetting. Even though I haven't seen it, I bet it's kind of cool looking. Um, the warlocker, war, warlocker. Sorry, can you edit that? <laughs> Don't leave it in. That's pretty funny. That? I want to be a warlocker. This is the three warlockers podcast, guys. Just throwing that out there. Just, just edit clues that. in the name, Ness. All right, I'm starting over. Okay, uh, warlock bleak. I oh, god damn it. Okay, you better edit this. Uh, warlocks bleak watcher stasis turret. Um, wasn't shooting enemies at certain angles. Uh, stompies were, had an icon, um, but still could be acquired. I'm, I'm probably reading that one wrong, but um, there was something wrong with the Stompies. Um, the infamy seasonal challenge would only counts for major rank ups rather than sub ranks, which actually they say that was intentional. So slap in your face if you thought that that was a mistake. You know that what I saw? Was, I saw that. It should I not saw. have been listed on a known issue. It should have been, by the way, we did this on purpose. But, but I saw that. I was, I was kind of like skimming through the, the challenges for the week and five mm-hmm. times you have to reset your infamy. I was like, God yep. dang. Yep. Yep. And that's, yep. that's not supposed to be like that, right? Or is no it's meant to be no. that that was it they, they meant that on purpose Oof. so yeah so they really want are, you to play gambit <laughs> there are more issues um that uh there's a whole list of them so if you want to read up on it there's a known issues article yep 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 lots of issues always issues but bunchy's been doing a really good job and actually you know taking care of them little by little now that they have a full team kind of uh taking care of some of the uh, stasis uh, subclasses, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That gives me hope that they're going to be looking at other things. Um, I'm kind of sad that they, they they mess with the chaos reach. I'm kind of sad that they mess with the arbalist. 
you know, I'm not sad that they touched the uh, Hunters. I'm not sad that they affected the Titans. But then again, Bungie's doing a really good job when it comes to fixing those known issues. And like Ness says, there's going to be a list of patch notes that they're going to be addressing. Things are going to be taken care of. Uh, in closing with the TWAP, you know, uh, DMG, I believe he's the one that wrote this one. And uh, he kind of gives uh, kind of like a little little nod to all those people who have uh, kind of stick around and, and, and play with each other, you know, kind of been together during these hard times. And it, it kind of made sense to me because during this whole last year, which feels like it, we've been on this lockdown or this COVID uh, bubble or this COVID uh, uh, cloud longer than, than a year, but it looks like we're going to be getting some, some light at the end of the tunnel. And um, I'm actually kind of grateful that I was, I was able to spend some of these, these moments with uh, players like you guys, you know, uh, during this pandemic, uh, Snail and S and I, we decided to start our podcast. We're 21 episodes in, and that's something that's uh, been helping us out to kind of have a, a routine, something to talk about, especially since we love playing Destiny. We love uh, talking about um, uh, Destiny. And I'm kind of grateful for that. And I want to thank you guys for being a part of it. I'm sure, I hope you guys feel the same. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Love you too. Love you too, Vega. Love you guys. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I mean, um, is there anything else, any recaps from this 12 that you guys took that you guys uh, want to talk about before we get to the closing of the episode? No, I'm good. Um, I'm getting ready to bed now. I know. Um, Thank you, Stale, for hanging out with that uh, that lore stuff you talked about in the beginning about the whole cutscene. That was really informative. I'm sure there's going to be lots more stuff coming up next week. Uh, with that, guys, thank you so much. Episode 21, We Are Not Legal, baby. And my name is Vega. You can find me online under the gamertag Vega6417 Xbox Live. Also on Twitter, my handle is Jesubius. And every once in a while, I stumble on Instagram. Kind of been working on my pictures. Nothing crazy, but it's under Triple Vega. I have a Facebook, which is lame. I know, but it's uh, Vega6417. All, all words, <laughs> because I cannot put numbers. Vega space <laughs> 6417. So yes, I finally joined the Facebook world. Go ahead, guys. So I'm the last one. I'm on Xbox and Twitch. Um, Alexis V1 is um, my personal Insta. And I also run the Insta for Genuine Apathy. I wanted to give a quick shout out to Ice Diamond 7. Uh, they reached out to me on Insta. And they had some great things to say about the podcast. And it was nice someone reaching out and not wanting me to join their all fan account or talk about the business. So thank you. Thank you for reaching out. It was nice talking to you about a game we both enjoy. Well, I'm, I'm Wooden Snell, 2268. There was only one of me. Um, it would ignore the other ones. Um, so you'll find my next box. Um, I'm Wooden Snell on YouTube and, and Twitch. Um, Wooden Snell, one on Instagram, bizarrely. Um, and you can find me on Twitter if you want to. Um, go to the three warlocks one, which is warlock at warlocks three, rather than do anything else. Lots of yes. love. I'm out. Thank you guys. Thank you so much, Snail, for screaming all that information. You were really excited about that stuff. Um, <laughs> you're not 
tired at all, I can sense. But thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate it. Ness, thank you so much for joining me as well. And thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week when we will hopefully have new things to talk about. That's right, because we are a Destiny podcast news, lore, and anything Destiny-related, guys. All right. Well, with that, that's the end of the episode. And always remember, when, when in Rome. In Rome.